ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. Yeah. Brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. How about that? And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. Let's get him. Let's get him hard. Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and another production of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 plus years now, your inside look into the world of combat sports. My name is Pedro Fernandez, welcome to the show for the next two hours, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 211, I'm talking about the Dan Patrick Channel, and of course, SB Nation Sports, as well as the plethora of other internet platforms. We're going to talk combat sports. Versus boxing. We're bringing the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant, of course, boxing, about to return. Oscar De La Hoya says he will have a card uh, July 4th, Independence Day, of course, a big card. And that will be in front of a non-audience, much like the UFC did last night. So we've got some UFC news to talk about. And in hour number two, I'll take you into the deep world of Ray Arcel. Born in 1899, died in 1994. He was considered one of the greatest trainers of all time. The mafia tried to get him. There's all kinds of crazy. There's a great story in Ray Arcel, and that will be most of our number two today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. So we do have open phone lines. If you want to join us on the toll for you can. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or the more um, easier, non non well, Non-commitment text line. You can text us here in the studios. 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. So I think I'm one week away from returning to the studios. I'm tired of broadcasting from a closet. Well, I'm not closet. Part of mine is, <laughs> we're having a good time. This is Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy esports app for player props, and they are currently offering contests for CSGO, Dota, and League of Legends matches. Choose five over-under props for a player's stats to build your lineup. The riskier your choices, the more your selection is worth. They've already awarded over $1.2 million, so rack up the most points for your chance to share the prize pool. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Use a promo code AI at sign up today for an instant free $10 credit. That's Thrive Fantasy with the promo code AI. Come prop up now. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. 
I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Now more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The best little Richard story I've got is a friend of mine, Jeffrey Traeger, a rock promoter here in Northern California. I've done some events with him in the past. We're going to do some in the future, but obviously it doesn't look like, look like that's going to happen as far as live events are concerned anytime soon. Anyway, Jeff was 16 years old. He was a bellboy at the Fairmont Hotel in San Francisco, and he had to bring something to Lilla Richard's room. And when we went up to Lilla Richard's room, Lilla Richard was wearing a purple negligee with nothing underneath it. That's my Lilla Richard story. With that... I take it from so- <laughs> from Northern California to Southern California. Godfather Larry Merchant, can you top that one? Uh, no, I did see Little Richard a couple of times uh, perform at charity events back in the in the heyday of AIDS, um, and he was uh, a force of nature. Richard Wayne, Richard Wayne Pennyman, better known as Little Richard. I remember my mother used to play his records and the Tutti Frutti and all that kind of crazy stuff back in the 60s and wow, so time flies. Godfather, um, boxing, you know, I mean, people are going to put this. You got fighters sitting on the sidelines. They're upset. They want to get back to action. The USC did a card last night where they didn't have a crowd, but they put on a card and it seems to have, uh, Seems to have worked, although one guy did test positive to weigh in, and they moved him on out um, for the virus. Do you see boxing moving in that direction? Oscar says he wants to do a a show just like that July the 4th. Well, Bob Arum has uh, spoken up as well in Vegas. Um, Look, um, we don't know how the society is going to open. If they can do um, boxing-style events, uh, without an audience, uh, good luck to them. But there's a 
takes a lot of people to put on a show, and um, we'll see how healthy that is. Okay. Um, couple comebacks in the news this week. No, not you or I. We're not coming back. Oscar De La Hoya says he wants to come back against an MMA fighter. We'll get to that in just a second. But one of your good friends, I shouldn't say that, good friends, bad friends, one of you guys you, you sort of sparred with um, with the microphone, Mike Tyson says he wants to come back at the age of 53 years old. Yikes. 53. Um, well, when I hear those things, I hear that there are uh, some uh, uh, prominent and successful, highly successful ex-boxers who uh, need money. I can't imagine any other reason for that. You know, getting hit, how can I put this? Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to go into it. Getting hit at 30 is one thing. Getting hit at, at 50 is another thing. I wouldn't want to get hit at, at – I'm 62. I wouldn't want anybody cracking on me, and I wouldn't want anybody cracking on me eight years ago Eight years ago either. But then again, I'm not Mike Tyson, and I'm probably not in need of money. Um, De La Hoya is not in need of money. He wants to talk about fighting a uh, comeback fight with that Conor McGregor guy, the clown that made all that money with Mayweather. Well, I was um, just about to say, Pedro, that uh, this sounds like um, a money heist. Um, I think when uh, Mayweather made hundreds of millions of dollars uh, going after that McConnell is his name? McGregor. McGregor, sorry. Same thing. And um, uh, um, and, and, and they made it in a boxing contest. Yeah. So I could see where Delaware and, and Tyson and dozens of others imagined fighting some of these uh, UFC fighters in a boxing contest. And of course, it favors them. It may, maybe that'll take ten or fifteen years off their uh, lives. Yeah, well, I, you know, I mean, let's look at comebacks just for a second. I mean, I can't think of. I'm Ali's comeback. Of course, that wasn't successful. It ended with Larry Holmes punishing him in Las Vegas. I mean, we can go on and on and on. Ray Leonard got punished by Terry Norris after Ray promising me. I remember Ray and I running together in two different training camps, Godfather. And two different training camps, Ray telling me, Pedro, they will never have to tell me to go away. You will never see me get beat up in the end. And what happened? He got beat up in the end by both Camacho and Terry Norris. Well, Bernard Hopkins told me the same thing. You'll never see me beaten up. And it took a beating for him to walk away. Um, and other fighters have felt that as well. Muhammad mm -hmm. Ali, when we were down in Caracas, with a Foreman Norton fight, uh, sat down next to me in the lunchroom and said, do you think I'll be able to retire? And coming from him, it was a sort of a profound question. He understood how difficult it would be for Muhammad Ali to retire um, because he was always a marquee name and would make marquee dollars. And uh, he didn't want to get beaten up to the point where uh, he didn't know how to sign his name. So, um, but he was thinking about it before the Foreman fight, uh, understanding the danger he was walking into. 
So, yeah, fighters have been around a while. They understand that they've lost a hair or a, um, a foot in terms of their um, responses in the ring. So, uh, so there have been a few who have had some success. Certainly a few have made a lot of money. Um, that's happened. Uh, but uh, Sugar Ray Robinson made at least one and maybe two comebacks. He stopped his career in, in his early 30s to try to be in a, a Las Vegas dancing act. Uh, but that didn't work out too well. But it, it gave him gave him a little respite to uh, come back to boxing, and he came back pretty strongly. Did I, did, did I maybe I told you this before, Godfather? But I was with Ray Robinson in in, in June of '84 at the Hearns uh, Duran fight. Hearns knocks out Duran in two rounds. So I'm sort of like shell shocked. I couldn't imagine Duran getting drilled like that, like Pepino Cuevas style by Tommy Hearns, but it was a righteous knockout, no doubt about that. So I go back to the Aladdin Hotel, and I'm there with Ray Robinson. He's in the room right across me. We're talking, and he says to me, I said, yeah, I said, I guess that's going to, you know, that's going to hurt Duran's reputation. I said, the no moss thing, and now tonight getting knocked out. And he said that, he said, well, history will look at Duran as a greater fighter than Hearns. And this was after Hearns had just knocked him out. And I couldn't understand. I, I was sort of perplexed at that. And then Ray started explaining to me the climbing, the climbing, the, uh, the, uh, coming up in weight and being able to beat guys at, at heavier weights and this and that. And he, he really thought that Duran was a super distant, one of the greatest fighters of all time. You don't think that way, do you? No, I think he was, uh, yeah, I think he's one of the greats. He was one of the best fighters of his time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's all a fighter could really be. At the end of the day, and everything else is opinion, but there's no doubt he was one of the best fighters uh, of his time. And yes, uh, he, he when 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 he lost to Hearns, he lost to a bigger man. I mean, there was no crime in that. Uh, uh, Sugar Ray Robinson himself lost to Joey Maxim uh, in the famous light heavyweight championship fight. Um, when he was leading on the cards and, and the, the, uh, the, the heat got him and the heat got him. Correct. The heat got the referee, which is the only time I've ever heard of that earlier in the fight. They had to change referees. It was so hot and hotter even under the lights. So I don't think anybody thinks that. Sugar Ray Robinson's career was destroyed by losing to Joey Maxim, who was a hell of a good fighter, good enough as a light heavyweight to have beaten Floyd Patterson. So, you know, uh, if you're a real fan, you understand um, that Marciano beat Joe Lewis, but that didn't make make him better than Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis had been champion for 12 or 13 years by that time. Um, the wisdom of the Godfather. What more can I say? That's why we have Larry on. We're blessed with his presence. Merchant Larry Merchant will stick around for another segment. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and like a thousand other internet platforms. This is a Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Two hours beginning at 11 a.m. Pacific time, live from the Sports Byline Studios. I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, any man being hit 
in the head. The brain's a delicate thing. I think it, sh it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. But football is proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing is a uh, car racing is much more dangerous. But I would uh, advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous. Baby, 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 I got the It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800 485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 800- 426-2301. Well, where do you hurt? It's my head, Doc. It's my head. Uh, dizzy? Ringing in your ears? Well, I mean, it's all the time, Doc. Like bells? That's it, Doc, like bells. Huh? That Doc. How do they go? Uh, dong, dong, ding, ding, or ding, dong? It's important. Uh, ding, uh, 
Dong? Uh, dong ding? Uh, no second guessing. Uh, too bad. Should go dong dong. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I don't go back as far as that movie, but uh, my producer does. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of combat sports. On the line from Southern California, the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Hall of Fame himself, Mr. Larry Merchant. And Larry, you know, I was looking through some old films the other day, and I saw a man that I truly, truly respect. And I, you know, I met him a couple different times, but never got to sit down and expand uh, on, on any particular conversation. It's like, hi, how are you? But it was Ray Arcel. And Ray Arcel, of course, the trainer was born in 1899 in, in Terre Haute, Indiana, and then uh, he lived until the age of 94. But I'm going to play some clips from a Dick Cavett show in hour number two here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. But I know you had some interactions with Ray. What was he like? Uh, actually not, uh, Pedro. I, I was around, he was around, but um, our, our paths uh, might have crossed, but not too often. Uh, mm-hmm. By the time I was uh, seriously covering big-time boxing, um, he seemed to be a, a, a figure of the, of the past almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's significant that you remember Arcel, that Arcel in his own right as a trainer was a star, uh, a name that meant something that made you want to read the article about him or about what his thoughts about boxing were. But um, I really didn't know him. You, you know what, what sort of intrigued me about him was that he ran with his fighters until he was close to 80. But I, I tried. To, I used to run with my guys or guys that I would try to train, and I would run them into the ground. So I, I don't know if Ray ran them into the ground, but the bottom line is, of course, he had the Durant, he had Roberto Durant and Benny Leonard. Benny Leonard, of course, considered he and Durant the two greatest lightweights of all time. So I would have loved to have asked him what would have happened had those two clashed. Okay, let's move on to another subject. Um, if uh, it, it, Back to the concept of studio boxing. I know you don't like it. I don't like it without an audience. But I was, I was looking at some of the movie stats for the first weekend of this lockdown I think they did $500 million in one movie, did $500 million online, or something like some crazy amount of money online as far really? as theaters are concerned. So theaters are on the way out, obviously, unless you can sit six feet apart in a theater. So a theaters are starting to go, and people aren't going to sit six feet apart in an arena. It's just not going to happen. So I think this, this, televised, this televised boxing, I think this is going to be the future for a while until we get a vaccine. Uh, maybe so. Uh I, I don't know exactly when I think that we're, we're starting to, you know, to see uh, indications that stuff is going to be happening um, sooner rather than later. But I don't know. And um, boxing is, is is unique in the sense that it's not a team sport. It doesn't have a calendar and 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 uh, a season's worth of uh, fights coming up. So its very freelance nature might enable it to make a comeback uh, more quickly than other sports. 
In boxing news this week, Andy Louise. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Andy Ruiz. Let me get that right. Andy Ruiz, not Andy Louise. I made a mistake there. Andy Ruiz has joined Team Canelo. Um, is there some? Is there an upside to that? I mean, uh, uh, in my mind, he's a disgrace to boxing, and I just wish he would just go away and never come back. I'm talking about you know Andy Ruiz. That that showing up for that second fight in that type of condition to me was. That's an indictable charge. Well, um, the, the fans will decide that, and he will have a say in it as well. Uh, it sounds to me uh, like Julian Canelo's uh, camp or stable means he, he, he's trying to be more serious about fight fighting than he had been in, in much of his or all of his career, uh, and we have seen that uh, Canelo is a, a, a young man who's been very serious about his career, staying in shape, preparing for each fight, and um, if nothing good comes of this, then we probably have seen the last of him. But I think Ruiz. Uh, understands that he has the ability to compete on the uh, highest level. Uh, what he doesn't have is the uh, uh, abil- ability to push push away from the uh, dinner table. So uh, we'll see if that uh, provides him, uh, you know, some some kind of environment where he he gets it and he wants to be a fighter. Um, he was supposed to come back in August. I ran into him at a radio, at a television show about a month ago. And, uh, he seemed, he seemed, he, he was strong looking. I couldn't tell, you know, whether he weighed 290 or 260. But I think this is a, an indication that he wants to make it back. I mean, wasn't Tyson Fury a disgrace when he became addicted and reportedly weighed close to 400 pounds? Did he come back? No, no, but Godfather, and and I understand that, and and, and I understand that I'm willing to forgive Tyson Fury because he didn't perpetrate a fraud uh, upon the entire boxing world. Andrew Ruiz perpetrated a fraud. He told people he was in shape, he was ready, the whole nine yards. He showed up at 283 pounds. When he checked into camp, he was close to 330 pounds. Uh, I'm not not disputing you, but uh, there are... There Am I are... too rough? I'm sorry? Am I being too rough on him, too harsh? Um, I think so. Um, you know, he's still a, a big kid in a way. And um, he has qualities, uh, 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 fast hands, a good chin, etc., um, that uh, can can still be uh, useful in a heavyweight career. And uh, I'm not going to be surprised if he comes back weighing closer to 250 than to 290. 
that that would be that would be a marked improvement, no doubt about that. Um, here's a Ray Wheatley's reporting out of Australia. They've offered Tyson a million bucks to come back and fight a guy named Paul Galen, Barry Hall, or Sonny Bill Williams in Australia by Melbourne uh, promoter. So, so I guess the the offers are starting to come in. I think he's going to make some money in this, Godfather. I think I think Mike's going to get. I'm not saying get rich, but he's going to make some money on this. Well, this is a case of. Um, I think his head wants to get back into it because of the money, but I don't think his heart wants to get back into it. Um, I mean, are they going to put him in there with with some hack, some taxi driver? Um, that's the likelihood. You, you know, I, I saw him imagine. almost quit, quit like a dog against Kevin McBride in that last fight in Washington, D.C. I guess I think it was 2004. But you know, to lose to Kevin McBride, yeah. yikes, man. It's time, time. And, and he lost to a guy, I can't remember the guy's name before that, Danny Williams. So, I mean, you know, it, it's time for Mike Tyson to walk away a long time ago. But just come back because it's a freaky, because boxing is a freak show to an extent, I think it's going to be successful money. You know what? I'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. You know, on that note, I want to wish you the godmother a great, great happy Mother's Day. Give her my best happy happy Mother's Day to her, and I hope she's feeling a little bit better. But give her my best. And, Godfather, I thank you for your, for your time each week. You know, listeners showed me a little emails here there and notes here and there and say, guys, wonderful hearing Larry each week. So, And I agree. I concur. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Week in and week out, you bless us with your presence, sir. Thank You're you so much. You're supposed to tell me that on Father's Day. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll wait till Father's Day. I love you, Godfather. You have a great week. You too, Pedro. The one, the only, folks, the incomparable Larry Merchant. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. We'll get to some MMA news after the break, and maybe I'll fit into a short little clip on the man I talked about a little while ago, talking about Roberto Duran. Of course, I consider Duran the greatest fighter of all time, but why do I do that? Because... He fought bigger guys. You guys just don't realize this. there's two things matter in, com- in the world when it comes to size. Combat sports and pornography. And he's in combat sports. You're tuned to Ring Talk. Think about the bad things I try not to do. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Miss you a lot. It's been long enough. Can we talk? Latest from Lenny Williams. Man, what can I say? Lenny's got it going on. He's got a new LP out. They call them LPs. They call them albums. They call them digital releases. It's called So Fine, and that's a memorable song that he uh, he had. He wrote with me in mind. You are tuned to an extent. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live. That's a long story. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA, of course. Last night, wow, the UFC rock and roll as far as uh, a live show is concerned. In the main event, Tony Ferguson came back, of course, talking about the former interim lightweight champion, 155 pounds, and never really lost his title. He had been injured, so he couldn't fight on a couple of occasions. Of course, he was fight, supposed to fight Khabib here, and Khabib pulled out, said he wanted a full training camp, the real lightweight champion. In stepped Justin Gates. Yikes. Justin Gates can fight. Now 21-2. Uh, four and two in the UFC. He is the real deal. Now he's the interim lightweight champion. But then again, he's got to fight Khabib. And, and that's not a good thing. Khabib's like 24 and 0, 28 and 0, 32 and 0, depending on what record keeper you talk to. But he, he's never been beaten. And the fact that he weighs in at 155 pounds for this lightweight limit and then gets into the octagon or the ring, weighing somewhere around 180 pounds. It's not a good thing when you're fighting that guy. Cause I talked before and I'll say it again. It may, I may be sound redundant. And size matters in two things, combat sports and pornography. And, and this guy's weighing on you with 30 extra pounds. I mean, think about that. You're 155, you're weighing on 155, so maybe you go to 165, and you're trying to push some guy that's 20 pounds heavier than you off the top of you. He's laying on you. So that's what Khabib's thing is. I think he's got the weight advantage over a lot of guys. Not that they're saying he's not the best fighter in the world. Not that he's saying 
or maybe the, one of the best fighters in the world, not saying that, not saying he deserved to be, uh, I'm not trying to besmirch his reputation or anything like that, but fair is fair. And if you had me fighting that guy, um, I, I wouldn't do it. I just, they said, look, you got to fight him. We're in 155. We're going to weigh in today. He's going to fight you tomorrow. He'll weigh like 180. No, no. If I was a 180 pound champion and we're going to fight for a 180 pound championship, he can weigh 180. But if he's not going to fight, if it's not for a 180 pound title, why is he weighing in 180 when he weighed in at 155 the day before? Anyway, it's just not fair. At the end of the day, Khabib's got to uh, straighten out that weight issue and the USC's got to address it, as do various athletic commissions who are, I believe, are afraid of uh, taking on the USC, the monster that it is. Tony Ferguson drops to 25 and 3, was stopped in the 15th round. 15 1, the first, 15 and 1, the first UFC fight he's ever lost. He had a long winning streak. But, um, I got to give him some props. He, he took a licking. I mean, like, like a Timex watch, man. Round after round after round after round. And he finally, you know, stopped. They finally stopped in the fifth round. At the end of the night, Tony Ferguson, um, no longer considered the best lightweight in the world by many people. Cause some people thought he was even better than Khabib, that Khabib was pulling out of these fights with him or he was, uh, the fights were being, I gotta say this. They weren't taking place, but a lot of it had to do with Khabib. It wasn't Khabib. It was injuries and timing and things like that. But at the end of the day, Tony Ferguson, of course, the guy that poured holy water on his wife about a year and a half ago because she thought he thought she was um, you know, spooky. Um, he was a loser. Straight up a TKO on five. The time was three thirty nine uh, on the clock. The co-feature, man, you could have predicted this one, didn't I? Tell you? This was like this is this was easy. This was an easy, easy card. In fact, if I was gambling, but I don't gamble. If I was gambling, I'd be betting on these fights. I mean, not to Justin Gay, Tony Ferguson fight, but Henry Cudo and Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz hadn't fought in three and a half for four years. Hadn't made the man hadn't made the bantamweight limit in four years. So you're going to bring the guy back after four years, a tall, lanky guy to take on Henry Cudo, a 2008 Olympic gold medalist. Of course, the current champion, 125 and 135 pounds, meaning flyweight and bantamweight. Anyway, Dominic Cruz got lit up like a White House Christmas tree. Got TKO, knee, and punches, of course. Round number two, 458 in. Dominic, stick to the microphone. And the most predictable fight in the history of mixed martial arts. And I said this, and I've been saying this for weeks on the air. And if you listen to me, you went out and bet them, bet this guy, but you had to bet like a thousand bucks to win a dollar, I think. It was like a thousand one odds because he's knocking out everybody. But Francis Ngannou took on a kickboxer. By the name of Jazrento Rosenatruck. And you Rosenatruck got knocked out and get this. 20 seconds. I said it was, I said it would be the first blow he got hit with. I don't know if it was the first blow because I haven't seen the fight. I wasn't paying the 80 bucks to watch this last night. That's another thing. We'll get to that in a minute. But, um, uh, Francis Ngano, wow. Still, of course, lost the fight to Derek Lewis, lost the fight early on, and of course, lost that title fight to Stippy Miocic. And Stippy Miocic's now talking about wanting to come back and fight. Daniel Cormier this year after saying he couldn't have a full training camp uh, because of the coronavirus until Dana White stepped in uh, allegedly and sound uh, allegedly threatened him. Uh, that's 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 the the talk going around. Anyway, Jazzarento got lit up by twenty seconds. What more? What can you say? Twenty seconds. Uh, catchweight fight. Calvin Qatar beat Jeremy Stevens. That was a TKO. Greg Hardy beat Yogan De Castro. That was a decision. Everything else on the card went to the scorecards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven other fights went to the scorecards. If you're watching that fight card and watching all those fights go to decisions with no crowd in the background, 
that must have been not too cool. At the end of the night, Justin Gaines, of course, steps up for a match against the unbeatable uh, Khabib. I mean, he's, I mean, that's, that's like a death sentence. I mean, yeah, I'm going to make some money, but you're going to make some money, but you're going to get destroyed. I mean, really, truly destroyed. Now, we go from the world of mixed martial arts. We go back in time to, I, I talked about him being the greatest fighter of all time. I prodded Larry Merchant on him a little while ago. Of course, I'm talking about Roberto Duran. Man, the guy had over 120 fights. We'll talk in depth after this piece on Roberto Duran. Here's Roberto on ABC. I have in my office a picture of Ray Arcel handling Benny Lennon. And on the bottom is a picture of Ray Arcel handling Roberto Duran, 60 years apart. Here's a man who trained the two greatest lightweights in the history of the ring. Fight fans love a puncher. Fight fans love somebody who has that jungle intensity, the, the Dempsey, the Duran. Duran was fighting a guy that I knew named Benny Huertas who came from the Gramercy Gym on 14th Street. He was a good, very technical fighter. Duran destroyed him. And I said, holy God, look, who is this guy? And we soon found out he was the greatest lightweight of maybe of the century. Within the year, he's fighting Ken Buchanan, the lightweight championship. Buchanan's a cutie. Buchanan is a good technician. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Duran took him apart. By the 13th round, a battered Buchanan had to spit out his mouthpiece many rounds earlier in order to breathe. And Duran just lets go with one right to the cojones. And Johnny Lobianco, the referee who hadn't seen anything, the low blow or anything, he's just, you know, waving it off. Meanwhile, here's Buchanan in agony. 135 pounds. He was as good as it's ever been. He was, you know, and he just got better with every fight. He was a brilliant defensive fighter. People never think of him as that. But it was very hard to hit him. He could punch. He was tough. If you ever saw Roberto Duran fight, you never forgot it. Because he was, he was a different act. He was like a, like a thunderstorm coming across the ring at you. I don't know of any other fighter who was quite that wild in the ring, and yet he was in control of himself as a boxer. This was a man is still the hero of the Latino boxing fan. Didn't matter. He's Panamanian, he's Mexican, and Puerto Rican. He's Roberto Duran. As a lightweight, I think he was unbeatable as a lightweight. Although he had his greatest fight, oddly enough, as a welterweight. One, that first shot with uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. It was just amazing because it rained like crazy and people put the garbage bags on top of their head and, oh, it was torrential. And then Duran walked out and it stopped raining and, of course, the fight was legendary. There were several of us at ringside waiting for the fighters to come in the ring and, and Joe Frazier happened to be sitting with us. And... Uh, Duran comes in and he's snarling and sneering and looking. And we said to Joe Frazier, Joe, who does that remind you of? Because Frazier was similar to that, not quite as wild, but similar. And Joe took the question very seriously. And he looked and he's looking at Duran and he's 
goes on from like 30 to 40 seconds and finally says, yeah, he reminds me of somebody, Charles Manson. And Duran staring at Lennon. He was Roberto Duran against the undefeated, ever popular Ray Leonard. Meets him from pillar to post. Second round drives him across the ring, gives him a whooping. He came out like a man who was not going to lose, and you saw it in, in him. He was ferocious. He was clever. He almost bullied Sugar Ray Leonard, and he just had great glee in beating him. Leonard, of course, was a pretty boy, and a lot of critics said, oh, when he's in a real tough fight, he'll fold. He's got no heart. He's too pretty. And Leonard went out that night to show the world that he could fight Duran on his terms. And it was an incredible 15 rounds. No knockdowns. I don't think there was any, any blood. But it was magnificent. And both men, the height of their skills, and they, they put on a tremendous fight. He allowed Duran to dictate the moment. Because Duran knew you couldn't win a boxing match against Ray Leonard, but you could win a fight. Well, Leonard got sucked into that. And pretty soon... It went from a boxing match to a fight. Uh, yet even at that, if you watch it, it was a lot closer fight than people think he lost. And it was a crushing blow to him. He, he couldn't conceive of such a thing. It's devastating for any undefeated fighter to kind of put things back in perspective, to get back to who he is and who he was, because he has to deal with losing. And very few fighters can come back from that, from that loss, from that devastation. Sugar Ray Leonard, of course, the greatest fighter of all time, according to Sugar Ray Leonard. But then, of course, he came back one time too many as well. You know, I was sort of blown away by the fact that, that Ray would come back because for so many years he kept telling me, Pedro, you won't see me get beat up. You won't see me come back and get beat up. I won't be an old man. And what happened? Terry Norris beat him up. I mean, you know, Hector Camacho beat him up. I had to televise that Camacho fight. That was one of the saddest things I've ever done in my life. But that's boxing. That's the way guys are. You know, they come back when they're not supposed to come back. And age, age, age played a role, of course, in Ray Leonard. And as far as that, that fight with Camacho was concerned, he went into that fight with a messed up Achilles. You know, sometimes you got to fight with injuries. Ray Leonard fought with injuries a couple of different times, and it hurt him, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA, of course. And now we're number two upcoming. On Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, of course, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and as well as many of the SB Nation Sports Network channels coming up in hour number two. We're going to spend some time. Wow. We're going to we're going to go into a heavy dude. This guy was really, really heavy. When I say heavy, I mean like intellectual. Yeah, he was a boxing trainer, but he was like like an Einstein type of guy. He really was. I'm talking about Ray Arcel. Of course, Ray Arcel trained both Benny Leonard, and you heard that Bill Gallo talked about that a little while ago, Bill Gallo and that Roberto Duran piece. And speaking of the guys that, that were in that piece, with uh retired uh, to Bill Gallo, Bert Sugar, and just the Boston Globe, but those guys put it together pretty nice there. At the end of the day, maybe nobody better than Duran pound for pound, but Ray Leonard, mm, can't say. Those two guys, June 20th, 1980, maybe the greatest fight of all time. You are tuned to Ring Talk live, baby, on Sports Byline.
Matthew. Huh? Okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect, so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Well, you know what that means. It's birthday time, baby. I'm talking about birthdays, of course, in the house. I want to mention last week, uh, Nestor Linares had his 60th birthday. My buddy over there in Concord, California, Antioch to be exact. Of course, got, it, got the girl everybody wanted, Virginia. And Frank Guzman, my boxing buddy, of course, from Oakland, California, training at King's Gym. He had a birthday that's today. And one of my fellow, well, can I say, he was a great guy. We worked together at, at, at uh, Pier 39 as part of Pier 39 Management was concerned. Uh, Leonard Coote is celebrating his birthday today as well. Leonard's got a great family. Props to all those people and happy birthday. Of course, this is Mother's Day. It's always rough to... um it's always rough to do a little uh, broadcasting on Mother's Day because you tend to get emotional here and there. So I'm not going to get emotional here and there. I do I do miss my aunt. And I do miss my mother. 
Um, and I do miss her a lot of people. Of course, on Mother's Day, everybody's got to reach out and do something. Sometimes, uh, are now we're in a face with, with, a, with a situation where we can't get together and, and physically get together and, and remember people and have a good time and this and that. So get on the phone, do FaceTime, get, get the Zoom, the Zoom thing that's going on, all this kind of good stuff. So take advantage of some of these social media platforms that are a pain in the ass for the most part, but they can, they can help you out. And if you can bring like 18 or 20 family members together, on a Zoom line or on a, a Facebook line or something like that, more power to you because that's 18 people you wouldn't have gotten had you not attempted to. So reach out today. This is Mother's Day. Try to be nice to everybody. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, <laughs> not Mother's Day Central. Uh, hour number two of Ring Talk coming up. Of course, we'll talk about the great trainer, Ray Arcel. going to go deep with Ray Arcel. I mean, real deep with Ray Arcel. Ray Arcel was like, the Einstein of boxing. He was an amazing man. Of course, he got beat up by the mob. We'll talk about that. All kinds of good stuff in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide 35. Make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated, but <laughs> never duplicated. That's why we're still knocking out all bums 36 years later. Stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and SB Nation Sports. Radio News with John Hunt. White House Economic Advisor Kevin Hassett spoke on Face the Nation, saying that he's expecting some recovery by the end of the summer. However, the high point of job losses is still coming. And so I think if you look at the Congressional Budget Office, they currently forecast that the second half of the year will be uh, one of recovery. Uh, you know, God willing, that's what's going to happen. And I think that that's the view that's pretty much shared by the White House. And so I think you could expect to see jobs probably trough know in uh, May or June. Hassett said he was looking for job rates north of 20 percent before the market stabilizes. Payrolls declined by $20.5 million in April, the worst month of job loss in U.S. history, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Hassett said he was hopeful that the economy would be able to rebound thanks to the relief funds signed by the president and granted by the Federal Reserve. This is USA Radio News. So I don't know if you saw this, but there was just this big study about anxiety among us. Really interesting in this study about what can keep us up at night. One of the top stressors out of all the things to worry about is paying for health care. A huge majority of us say we're worried about that. It's totally understandable, but there's an affordable alternative to health insurance. It's MediShare. It's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, and it has worked beautifully for more than 25 years. And not only do people save lots of money, they get access to a huge network of doctors. They get to take advantage of 24-7 live access online where they can talk to a doctor and even get prescriptions. And, of course, there is the savings. With MediShare, the typical family saves $500 a month. That can help you sleep easier, too. There's a lot to love about it. No wonder it's grown so much. Here is the number to find out more. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-B-I-B-L-E. 833-34-BIBLE. 
As coronavirus hotspots erupted around U.S. meatpacking plants, experts are criticizing extremely tight working conditions that make the factories natural high-risk contagion locations. Midwestern politicians are pointing the finger at workers' living conditions as well, suggesting very crowded homes bear much of the blame. A federal court halted the Kentucky governor's temporary ban on mass gatherings from applying to in-person religious services, clearing the way for Sunday services. The ruling from the Eastern District of Kentucky sided with the Tabernacle Baptist Church in Nicholasville, but applies to all places of worship around the Commonwealth. Two other federal judges, including U.S. District Judge David Hale, had previously ruled the ban was constitutional. Also on Friday, Hale of Kentucky's Western District granted Maryville Baptist Church an injunction allowing in-person services at that specific church, provided it abide by public health requirements. This is USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. Zoom is getting new changes to its security, and USA's Wendy King has the details. Many teachers are interacting online with their kids on a program called Zoom. But Zoom classes and family get-togethers have been hacked. So now, Zoom Video Communications is buying the security firm Keybase in an effort to shore up their security for its video meetings. The company will help Zoom implement end-to-end encryption, which means that Zoom will have no access to the content of any classes or meetings held on the video service. The COVID-19 pandemic has slowed the transfer of vital organs for transplant. The public's limited movement, thanks to stay-at-home orders and social distancing, means fewer of the accidents and other traumatic events that generate organ donations. Some people anticipating transplants have now been inactivated from the national wait list because of the crisis. Despite a dwindling supply, surgeons are now declining organs from coronavirus hotspots. In addition, concern about the availability of personal protective equipment has halted live donor transplants at local transplant centers. Donors and transplants reached all-time highs in 2019, according to the United Network for Organ Sharing, the nonprofit that manages the country's organ transplant system. While the number of weekly transplants nationwide hovered around 800 for the first two months of 2020, that number has dipped to under 200 per week by the middle of March. On the one-year anniversary of my heart transplant, for USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports, brought to you by the WBO. The World Boxing Organization. Pedro, let me let me tell you congratulations on your long time in radio. You are your team and for your ratings, man. I was reading about that. I'm very uh, impressed with you, Pedro. And now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but you know I'm gonna promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I, I just do my best. Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm gonna get the job done. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hopefully my last remote broadcast for a while as this coronavirus thing seems to uh, be subsiding as far as maybe going to the studio next week. Hopefully they'll spray it down, do all that Clorox kind of stuff. And me being the metrosexual that I am, you know, when I go into that studio, it's going to be like... I'm going to be, like, sterilizing everything. So the bottom line is let them clean it first, and I'll come in, I'll clean it myself, and hopefully we can get back to, you know, the regular studio action. Because while radio uh, via remotes can be, you know, it can be cool, it can be fun. Once in a while you'd like a, a show from Cancun, you do a show from um, uh, Malaga, Malaga, Spain, or something like that from the Hotel of Fear. Or the, or the, no, I call that the Hotel of Hell. Over there, the hell, hotel of hell there in Malaga, Spain. But anyway, you know, I mean, remotes are cool, but to do them on a regular basis, it sort of gets to the low. Besides, you need to look at that, at that producer right in the eye through the glass, through the glass. Of course, when he's screaming at you and throwing things at the glass that you listeners can't see, bottom line is I miss all that kind of good stuff. And of course, the sports byline man, Mr. Scott Cuddy. That being said, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. In this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the first couple of segments, I'm going to concentrate on a forgotten genius, the man that was considered the Einstein of boxing, a man that the mob tried to beat up. They couldn't get him to do things for him, so they beat him up. They hit him over the head with a pipe. He had to retire from boxing for a while. He traded the two. He traded trained the two greatest lightweight champions of all time, Benny Leonard and Roberto Duran. I'm talking about Ray Arcel, Ray Arcel, and Dick Cavett today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If you've listened to the show in the past, I've told you about the International Boxing Club. Of course, that was the mob run out of New York City, Madison Square Garden, and ran boxing with Frankie Carbo and Blinky Palermo. Believe it or not, I met, was a Misty, I think I met Palermo. No, Frankie Carbo. One of those guys in Atlantic City. Can't remember which one it was. It was Blinky. I met him in, in Atlantic City. I was blown away by this guy. It was like 1988, 1985, somewhere around there. And Frank Gelbin said to me, um, that, this is Mr. Palermo. Well, they didn't say blinking Palermo. They said Mr. Palermo. So I shook his hand, and that was that. Anyway, bottom line is the mob ran boxing for quite a long time there. If you didn't play games with them, if you didn't get in bed with the mob, you probably didn't get very far. Bottom line is Rarasel was the exception to the rule. Born in Terre Haute, Indiana back in 1899, kid you not. When I met him, he was at he was at the first uh, Roberto. They tell about it, the only Roberto Duran Wolf Benitez fight in 1982. I said, Mr. Arcel, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and I shook his hand. I was honored just to to shake his hand. I mean, he was like a legend. So anyway, he goes on and and basically retires after that. I take that back. I think he worked one more fight, or might have worked. Yeah, he might have worked with Larry Holmes for the Jerry Cooney fight in 1982, but essentially retired after that. And in 1991, he sat down with. TV show, iconic TV show host. I'm talking about Dick Cavett, and they rock and roll back and forth for about 20 minutes. Here's the opening segment with the legend, Ray Arcel. Please, quiet the mob. Uh, 
In Japan, they have a category called living national treasure. It's their way of honoring great artists and valued human individuals. We should have that here, and my guest would be one of them. Uh, oh, I, did I mention that I'm Dick Cavett? Uh, the great sports writer, Red Smith, called my guest tonight the first gentleman of fist fighting. He is the legendary boxing trainer, Ray Arcel, whose boxing memories date incredibly back at least as far as 1916 when he saw Jack Dempsey fight. Ray Arcel has worked in the corner of such champions as Benny Leonard, Barney Ross, Tony Zale, uh, Ezard Charles, Roberto Duran, to name uh, a handful. And at the age of 91, he is prominently featured in two new books. Uh, but Coincidence came out at the same time uh, in this corner by Dave Anderson of the New York Times and a book called Corner Men by Ron Freed. Uh, I happen to mention that one because he happens to be the producer of this program. And he's so fair that he insisted I mention both books. Anyway, Ray Arcel, Thank welcome you. and nice to see you uh, once again. Can you recreate for us your really your first boxing memory? I think it was Dempsey. Yes. Said, yeah. Uh, we used to uh, hang around in a barber shop on 111th Street in Lenox Avenue, New York, and the man who owned the barber shop was John Reisler. Yeah. And he was a boxing promoter, and he ran the Harlem Sporting Club. And he used to talk about the great fighter he brought from the coast. And he's talking about Jack Dempsey. Well, no, none of us knew anything about Jack Dempsey at that particular time. And I was just a high school boy going... This 1916 I'm talking about, that's quite a few years ago. So Harlem Sporting Club you could go, get into, the admission was a quarter. Wow. So one time we, gang of us decided, well, we're going to go up and see this guy, Jack Dempsey. Who is he? Well, this is the third fight he had in New York City. Yeah. And he boxed a big black boy by the name of John Lester Johnson. That was the third fight he had. Yeah. In those years, there was no decision given, given after a fight. There were no decision fights. You just fought the fight and went home. Just no. when you were through with the yeah. fight, you just walked out of the ring. The newspaper men actually gave the decision as they saw it. Yeah. So we went up and we looked at Jack Dempsey and well, it was, he was just a, another fighter. I didn't know too much about boxing in those years, but I was interested in it. And he was a well-built man, and we liked his style, mm -hmm. but he didn't impress any of us. And this How do you account a, for that? That's amazing. Well, <laughs> I talked to Dempsey later on about it. I was in New York. Los Angeles, 1925, mm -hmm. and he owned a restaurant and a hotel, and we stayed at the hotel. And at that time, he had just married Estelle Taylor. The film actress? The actress? Yes. Yeah. And uh, 
I asked him one day, I said, I, I remember you boxing in New York in 1916. He said, don't remind me of that. He said, that was one of the worst trips I ever made. He was discouraged, and he wanted to get away from Colorado. And uh, as we used to be around in the saloons, and he was a saloon fighter. And uh, he told me he was just discouraged. He'd walk in there and just wanted to go through the paces. And for 10 rounds, he got the big sum of $18. So after the third fight, which I saw, didn't impress me much, he got on a train and went back home. And then he met up with Jack Kearns and went out to California, and he started his career. He started to become Jack Dempsey. And I always felt, in my own personal opinion, that the Jack Dempsey who fought Willard might have been given credit as the best heavyweight there was. Would it be uh, polite to ask you the big question, how would he have fared against Muhammad Ali in his prime? Dempsey? Yeah. I think Dempsey would have beaten almost anyone. Even Ali? Even Ali. Wow. Uh, there might be a doubt as far as Joe Lewis was concerned. Really? Joe Lewis was a great fighter. Yeah. Muhammad Ali was was outstanding, but he was a victim of circumstances. Don't forget, he had a layoff of three years. Yes, unjustly. And uh, unjustly is right. And, uh, of course, when he made the comeback, uh, boxing is a, a sport where you cannot lose your coordination. You can't... Your reflexes are not sharp enough. Yeah. And even a super athlete, three years off can be devastating. You must yeah. you must be able to see every second of the fight. You're famous for having to keep your fighters in trim, keep them from eating, keeping them out of whorehouses, keeping them out of did I say that? Keeping them out of all kinds of places. Are you telling uh, me or reminding me? <laughs> <laughs> And I guess it's no secret that you're part of the reason you're 91 years old and as fit as a man of well-preserved uh, 60 yes. uh, is that you ran with your own fighters. I you did. did everything they did. You and you lived a clean life and tried to get them to do that. Well, <laughs> Who are your notable I remember that No two people are alike. Yeah. And each each fighter was different. His style was different. His thinking was different. And you had to know and understand each individual in order to be able to condition them. Mm -hmm. Because there were some men that could take a lot of work, and there were some people who couldn't. Yeah. And you had to know just how to handle these men, because it was your responsibility to condition them. And it was very easy to overtrain them. And it was very easy to do the wrong thing for him. Does a fighter think in the ring? The highest form of individualism, and if you don't think, you're lost. You have to think. Yeah. That's something you always emphasize. That's right. I mean, we often think of fighters as uh, not too strong upstairs. 
Well, you'd be surprised how strong they really are. Mm-hmm. Because once you keep after them to look and understand and know everything they're supposed to do, then it becomes second nature to them. Yeah. It's like you learning a trade. You have somebody showing you and telling you. Then you become adjusted mentally yeah. and physically to handle the job. Picking up on Dempsey, you said that in his prime, when he stepped into a ring, it was like seeing a tiger let loose that was about to... Well, the Dempsey that fought Willard, I think, was one of the greatest heavyweights I've ever seen. I have to interrupt you, Ray. We have to take a break, but we'll be right back. Stay with us. The great Ray Arcel is with us. Ring Talk returns, part two with Ray Arcel and Dick Cabot after the break. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 800- 
426-2301. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That was a great man, Jack Dempsey. I used to get a kick out of just seeing him sitting in the window of his restaurant in New York on Broadway. You could see him. Yes. He'd sit there and greet people. Uh, hard to believe I'm sitting next to a man who was in the ring when Joe Lewis uh, fought. Uh, so did, what, what memories of the great Joe well, come It just to seemed, I don't know what it was, but uh, 14 times I worked against Joe Lewis. Yeah. And maybe the fourth or fifth time and I walked to the center of the ring with the fighter. And he looked at me with a sort of a silly grin on his face. Lewis? And he said, are you here again? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he got and used to seeing you. bust out laughing, you know. Yeah. The, in, uh, in Corner Man, there's a, Fried talks about uh, the fear of knowing that a guy was going to fight Joe Lewis. Some of them couldn't sleep, so he had the fight partly won before a few days before the fight. Well, I guess if you or I were in there with him, we couldn't sleep either. <laughs> yeah, why did they do it? You talk, one fighter went in with his legs shaking and another nervous, one, nervous, nervous. Another one forgot who he was. In the yes, ring. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a strange feeling. It's difficult to explain what the human mind uh, does to you. I mean, if you're built along those lines where you can just face uh, a problem. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it becomes a problem. If you could face the problem and be mentally alert in order to be able to do it, well, then you're all right. Then you're, you're going to go in and do a job. Yeah. But if you're nervous and you're high-strung and you get in there and you lose all sense of direction, and sometimes you'd be surprised. You'd have to actually wake this guy up before the fight started. I mean, they just go to pace. It wasn't. Was it fear of getting hurt, or was it fear of coming apart? It's and just nervousness. Bad. It's just, just a plain. nervous, a nervous condition. Yeah. Knowing. I mean, if you had to face a. Uh, a serious opposition momentarily you might go in there and do it uh-huh. but if you have to wait three weeks or a month and prepare yourself and go <laughs> through all the, the motions of training and listen to all the advice that you're getting yeah. I mean by the time the fight arrives you're a lost soul it's over if you're not built that way. Have you ever had to fight to defend yourself in real life, punch a guy Many out? times. Yeah. Oh, you have? Many yeah. times. Because the thing people always say about you is he's such a gentleman. He's one of the few uh, great men of our time, and well, he doesn't seem to belong in boxing. There are a lot of gentlemen in boxing, a lot of How many guys did you punch? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer that. Uh, you don't think of, of boxing as a Jewish sport. I think a lot of people don't. Uh, and yet, um, the great Benny Leonard, of course, comes to mind right away. Well, you have to understand that in the early part of the century, there were a lot of people, especially Italian people and Jewish people, who came to New York. They settled. 
the Jewish people settled on the Lower East Side and the Italian people settled in, either in Harlem or on the west side mm -hmm. of the Bowery. And, of course, there weren't many opportunities for anyone to go out and earn any money. And young, young men, I mean, they had to do something in order to be able to, to get that nervous situation out of them. They were on, on the streets all the time, and they were fighting all the time. And when the opportunities arose for them to go into boxing clubs and earn some money, well, they gladly accepted it. And some of them had a lot of natural ability. And they turned their street skills into cash. Yes, I mean, you take uh, Benny Leonard. Uh, his father used to earn $8 a week as a presser. Clothes presser. Now, Benny Leonard had a lot of natural talent as a boxer. I mean, it was just a God-given gift. And he attracted a lot of the young guys. Uh, every time he boxed, they'd get a little bus, and they'd all pile in the bus and go to a fight club. And this particular day, Benny Leonard's mother happened to be standing downstairs on the stoop and she saw all these people going into this bus and wondering, what is it? And she asked one of the neighbors. And she said, oh, and the neighbor said, this is a, a, a fighter, a prize fighter. And she said, wonder who is it? So the neighbor said, that's your son. And she thought that this was a disgrace, that her son to be a prize fighter. Should have been a doctor. It was terrible. And she went upstairs, and she was crying, waiting for the father to come home. And this poor guy, he had put in a day's work, and he probably got home about 9 o'clock at night. And she started to cry and to tell him what happened. So the father said, well, where is he? She says, I don't know. So he said, well, when he comes home, you tell him I want to see him. So when Benny came home, his father called him in the bedroom. He says, what are you doing? You are disgracing the family. What is this all about? So Leonard had earned $35 for his fight. And he took the $35 out and gave it to his father. And his father, it was more money than he had seen. I mean, he says, what is this? So Leonard says, that's what I got for the fight. And after scolding him, he looked at him. He says, that's what you got for the fight for one night? He says, Benny, when are you going to fight again? <laughs> uh, so that, from then on, it was uphill. What about, uh, who was the fighter who had to pose as your valet? I'm thinking of a guy, a black fighter who, in those days, you insisted on staying in the same hotel, and the only way you could do it was by trickery? Well, you had to use all kinds of tricks, and uh, especially in the capital of the United States, you couldn't get a black boy to stay at any of the uh, hotels there unless you went 
to some dilapidated place. And uh, I was training a fellow by the name of Jimmy Bivens. Bivens was an outstanding heavyweight. Mm -hmm. And he was training to fight as a child at that particular time. And the hotel that they set up for us, I wouldn't put an animal in there. So I had a friend of mine who was a manager of one of the big hotels. And I walked in there with Jimmy Bivens, and I said, uh, I'm going to stay here, and I, I brought my valet with me. The guy looked at me, he looked at him. He says, only one? I said, yes. <laughs> yeah. He says, I heard a lot of things. He said, but this, is, this takes the cake. So I said, look, I got a double room. He'll sleep in one bed, I'll sleep in the other. He says, when you order the food, put him in the bathroom. And I said, well, I can only order for one. He says, well, you can eat in a coffee shop. Ah. And that's the way it was. Had to go through that. So that means, of course, there were a hell of a lot of black fighters who never, ever got the chance. And to I, at that time, when I started to work with as a child, as a child, had ten guys around with him all the time. I don't know where they came from or what. Mm -hmm. But wherever he went, they were there, freeloading and all the time. And you couldn't get, you couldn't get hotel space. Yeah. We were in Ogden, Utah. We have to hold Utah for just a minute while we take a message that applies to people in all states, and we'll be right back. We're going to wrap things up with Dick Cavett and Ray Arcel after the break. You tune to Ring Talk live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. In the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I love iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Love it. Everywhere, man. Seriously. Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio. Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. I create my own radio stations. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Well, he was beautiful, wasn't he? I'm talking to the great Ray Arcel, and um, one of the things that's interesting in this book is the, the art of cut closing, of cut, healing a cut in the minute between rounds. Uh, people had various formulas and things. Uh, one guy used uh, chewing tobacco. Well, or you thought he did. There anyway. was only one man that used it, and he was he was one of my teachers. Uh-huh. And in those days, people used to go to the small. The fight clubs were small, and everybody was smoking, and you had to have to swing a towel in order to be able to give the fighter a chance to, to get a breath of air. Yeah. And this man, Doc Bagley was his name, he chewed tobacco. And he had an uncanny ability to be able to stop the flow of blood when there was a cut by taking the chewing tobacco out of his mouth and placing it up against the cut. And I used to swing the towel and watch this with great admiration and say, oh, if I can only do that. And one particular night, he called me and told me that he couldn't get over to Jersey City because he was ill, and would I go over with the young fighter and handle him? Well, the first thing I did was I bought a plug of tobacco. (laughs) And I got over there and was sitting ringside and here was an imaginary flow of blood and I took a bite of this tobacco 
And the last thing I knew, I was in an ambulance. I was underneath the ring. And nobody, uh, people didn't know what happened. They thought I had appendicitis or whatever it was, and they didn't know that I swallowed the tobacco juice. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I couldn't get, get away from these guys. I mean, you talk about joking and kidding. Oh, and w when I walked into... Bagley's office, everybody was sitting there with a plug of tobacco, giving it to me. Ray, we got a cut, but right at the end of the chapter in Corner Men, uh, the fighter is quoted as saying, Billy Sousa was, Arcel is one of the finest men I've ever met, and what he taught us was not only boxing, but also the true values of life. He was my trainer, my father, my psychologist, my teacher, my friend, and my mentor. Um, Everybody has trouble describing how wonderful you are, but that comes as close as anything. Thank you for being here, and I'm not even going to let you deny all those You know, I got to spend a lot of time around a lot of people, a lot of great people in the boxing game, Angelo Dundee, I can go on, Muhammad Ali, I can go on, on, but the bottom line was I never got to spend time around the genius that was Ray Arcel. I mean, him getting hit over the head by a pipe with a pipe and the mob essentially telling him, if you don't play our game, you don't play. But he didn't play that way. This Ray just wasn't that type of guy. And, of course, I remember Duran, the uh, the fight with Benitez, that was sort of a bit of a disappointment there. But they tried to get him in the best of shape they could. But Roberto wasn't listening to people. Of course, he would come back later and beat Davey Moore and almost beat Marvin Hagler and, of course, beat Iran Barkley probably in his crowning moment in 1989 considering he was born in 1951. Straight up, Roberto Duran, one of the greatest fighters of all time. But the first lightweight champion that Mr. Arcel had was Benny Leonard. had a weird name, the Ghetto Wizard. The was originally born Benjamin Lanier in 1896, April 7th, 1896 in New York City. But the Ghetto Wizard, I mean, pretty accomplished boxer, no doubt about that. I mean, 70 knockouts and, wow, considered the greatest lightweight of all time, maybe with the exception of Roberto Duran. So imagine that, this guy training the two greatest lightweights of all time. So I never got to put him on the spot and say, well, maybe, you know, who was the better guy? Who was it? Was it Benny Leonard or was it Roberto Duran? Because you heard him say there that he thought that, that Jack Dempsey could have beat you know, Muhammad Ali or, yeah, right, or Joe Lewis. No, he said that he probably didn't have, he said that Joe Lewis would have the best shot against beating uh, an imprime Jack Dempsey. Well, Jack Dempsey could have tried that stuff with Muhammad Ali. He would have ate that stiff jab a couple of times, and he wouldn't have got in close. That's just the way it is. I mean, the fact that Joe Frazier got in close, a lot of that had to do with the fact that Joe was a good fighter. He was relentless, but, but Ali had lost his Ali had lost a step at that point in time in the three-and-a-half-year exile. You heard Ray Arcel talk about that, you know, being off three-and-a-half years. I mean, here was a man that, that that ballooned in weight to 250 pounds. Ballooned. I know that sounds terrible, but that's the way it was. He told me, I said, well, you walk around. He goes, oh, about 250. You know, I'm walking around about 250. When he did the Marciano fight, of course, so he, fought, did, he did fight Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano being the only heavyweight champion. In history, to retire undefeated, 49 of course, he retired a bit early, said he had a back injury. I think it was Sonny Liston come <sighs> breathing down his neck and maybe Floyd Patterson as well. But the bottom line is, you know, Marciano was undefeated, and they had this fantasy fight between he and Muhammad Ali. I think it was in 1966 or 67, one or the other. And, of course, there was three different endings to the fight. One Ali won, one there was a draw, and one that Marciano won. And believe it or not, I know it just kills me to say this, but the one that they, they posted as far as the official ending of the movie was 
Marciano beating Ali, I think, on a knockout. So that was a bit of a stunner. Of course, I talked to Ali about that, about his chances against or his his fighting uh, uh, Rocky Marciano. He said he had a whole lot of respect for Marciano. He would have kept his hands up, and then Marciano wouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to do what he did to those other guys. Those other guys he was able to explode on. He wouldn't have been able to explode on Cassius Clay or Muhammad Ali. He just wouldn't have had, be, wouldn't have had the distance. There's no doubt about that. Speaking of Cassius Clay and Muhammad Ali, there was a guy that always brought humor to boxing. I mean, every once in a while, you'd, there'd be a fight coming on, and you watch him on the Tonight Show, and he'd always incorporate boxing into his stand-up comedy. I talk about the great George Carlin. Here's George Carlin on Cassius Clay. And the big fight is coming up. Ali and Frazier, Muhammad Ali. I call him Muhammad Ali because that's what he wants. Oh, yeah, he's a big dude, and he hits hard, you know. I'll call him what he wants. But uh, it's good that he's being allowed to work again. As you know, he couldn't work for three years. Uh, of course, he had a strange job beating people up. But that was his, you know, his right. He could have that job. Government wanted him to change jobs. Government wanted him to kill people. He thought it over, and he said, no, that's where I draw the line. Uh, I'll beat him up, and I don't want to kill him. And the government told him, well, if you won't kill him, we won't let you beat him up. Uh, and it was all because he didn't want to go to Vietnam, and now we're getting out of Vietnam through Laos and Cambodia. But it's got to be the long way. We've got to go through China and Russia to get out that way. What are we going to tell them? We'll only be here a short time. Or... Just looking for a trail. Well, maybe they'll go for it. I don't know. Of course, we're only there in Southeast Asia for one reason, to free the people so they can have industry. Isn't that what we do everywhere, I think? We kind of free people and then lay a little industry on them so they can have all the benefits of industry that we have. <coughs> Oh, beautiful for smoggy skies, insecticided grain, for strip-mined mountains, majesty above the asphalt plain. America, America, man sheds his waste on thee and hides the pines with billboard signs from sea to oily sea. What can I say? The great George Carlin, man, I saw him once, once in Vegas at the... Uh, the MGM Grand had this small club, and he was he was a hit. There was just no doubt about it. I mean, he was just a man. I mean, he can go back and do decades. I remember, I remember seeing him in like in the era of Johnny Carson show, or take that back to the early Tonight Show in the early 1960s, along with my buddy Mort Saul, who is now 91. Make I think Mort's going to turn 92 in a month, but he's going to still performing in in uh, Mill Valley, California. But of course, he can't perform because of the fact that the coronavirus won't allow people to get into places. Anyway, hopefully. They'll come up with a vaccine for that. And speaking of vaccines, I was reading some documentation, some uh, put forth by the World Boxing Organization. I'm talking about uh, Francisco Varcasella, President Paco. And he was talking about that boxing. He didn't think it was going to get back to normal until we actually had a vaccine. So here is a man of, uh, of noted education. And uh, he says he doesn't think boxing is going to get back to major crowds until we have a vaccine. So that's going to be interesting to figure that out. We'll see what happens there, of course. Nobody knows 
some vaccine will come along, will the virus go away? I don't think the virus is going away. I think it will come back like the 1918 flu did. I think we get loose with this. I think the social distancing works. If you think I'm kidding, check out Yerba Buena Island in 1918, the pandemic flu. The uh, pandemic was the Spanish flu back then. It was like three miles off the San Francisco. It was in the middle of the San Francisco Bay. Not one case emerged there, although the entire city lost thousands and thousands of people. Anyway, that's the way they did it, social distancing. Boxing and use USC as a blueprint. That's some of the websites are saying, of course, after last night's card, the USC doing well at the Viasar Veterans Memorial Auditorium in Jacksonville, Florida. I say, why even rent out an entire arena? I mean, come on, just do this in a TV studio with a couple of rooms. I mean, why do you need to, to rent out an Well, I guess maybe they got a contract and, and they got to fulfill with the contract with the, with the, uh, with the, uh, with the venue or something like that. But I just think renting a, or, or, or grabbing an entire 15 or 20,000 seat venue that's going to sit empty just doesn't play well. Not in the world of MMA and not in the world of the world wrestling entertainment. Speaking of WWE suffering their worst ratings in the history of the company, the worst ratings in the history of the company. That's, that's, wow. I mean, wrestling's had some bad times before, but right now there's no superstars. And the bottom line is Vince McMahon, of course, 90 years old, 90 years old uh, in the minds of many. Of course, not quite that old. I think he's 74. But the bottom line is he's looking aged and he's still running things. And with old minds running things, you can't have young thoughts, I don't think. So I think there needs to be a changing of the guard as far as the world of wrestling entertainment is concerned. I still think it sucks. I think the product sucks. Being that, we're going to have Devin Nicholson. I'm talking about Mr. Hannibal, Hannibal TV of HannibalTV.com. He's going to be on next week's show, uh, next Sunday's show. We're going to talk in depth about MMA and boxing with him. Of course, he's a former MMA guy. He's a professional wrestler. He's done some kickboxing. And, of course, he's got a good website going on as far as the YouTube things going on. I mean, he's got like a million, done over like a couple millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of numbers. Anyway, the bottom line is his numbers are incredible. He will be part of next week's show here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Now, the USC, of course, is going to come back with a car. It looks like the USC on ESPN is going to go May the 13th and then come again on May the 16th. All both these cars are going to come to you from that empty auditorium, the Jacksonville Veterans Memorial Arena. In Jacksonville, Florida, of course, those events are planned. I guess they could be canceled if something, some health things went wrong because one guy that did turn test positive to weigh in, I think, for the virus, of course, they pulled him off the card, pulled his opponent off the card, and his two of his cornermen tested positive as well. So that and the fact the virus is in the White House, well, can I tell you, the virus is everywhere. Remember the virus? The president said, was this going to go away? No, it's in the White House. Holy cow, how can you deny that one? You can't. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, next week, I say we'll spend some time with Hannibal. And of course, the godfather, the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant. I'm going to put him on the spot on a couple of things next week. But I am digging down into the Ring Talk archives. Of course, we've got like 35, 36 years of archives. And I just don't know where to start as far as maybe like bringing out parts of an old show and things like that. Because, you know, I sound like a geek. And I really don't. I'm just kidding. I mean, I just don't say. It sounds differently. It sounds like a kid. It really do. sound like a kid. Anyway, I'm looking all through these archives right now. And some of them are laughable. I kid you not. But we've done some broadcasts from all over the world. Those remotes, man, from across the pond. Those are pretty heavy. Anyway, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 36 plus years now. You're inside looking the world of combat sports. Coming to you live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Someday.
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Go to town and marry Bon Uncle John. He claimed he had the music, but he had a lot of fun. Oh, baby. Yeah, baby. Go on, little Richard. May he rest in peace. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition. Of course, 11 a.m. Pacific time, two hours live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and a plethora of other internet platforms. May 8th, 1982, Ray Mancini wins the WB lightweight title with a first round knockout. Of Arturo Frias, our house historian Billow says that was a bit of an early stop. Of course, May 11, 1977, uh, Dwayne Bobbick is knocked out by Ken Norton in 39 seconds. Take that back, a first round knockout. He was undefeated in 39 fights. In four years today, May 11, 1981, Jerry Cooney knocks out Ken Norton for the first round knockout in Madison Square Garden, ending Ken Norton's career. You've been listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I want to thank, of course, my sponsors, the World Boxing Organization. You can always check out 
what they're doing as far as boxing is concerned. But right now, there's not a whole lot going on. As I said, Paco, Francisco, block ourselves expecting uh, boxing to get back on main on the main page once we get a virus going on. But you can always check out them, their pictures, what they're doing at WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. I got a text here, and I'll take that back an email from Andy saying, last week's show on heavyweight champions was pretty cool, but I didn't do, go over any of the stuff I the interactions with Ali. Ali's a whole show by himself. I mean, I, I think I've done those before, but if you want me to do another show on Ali, I will. But the fact that I think I did every champion I met at that point in time, I think I said, I did talk about Tim Witherspoon in depth, but the bottom line is, outside of that, I think I covered everybody there is to cover. So bottom line is, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. You know, there's a million things you can be doing right now. The fact that you're listening to Ring Talk Live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA airs Saturday and Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific time on Sports Byline. of Speed and Motorheads. It's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks. Be sure to catch Crash Gladys, Statman, and yours truly every Sunday night, 7 to 9 Pacific, 10 to midnight Eastern. That's right, Speed Freaks on the Sports Byline Radio Network.